Every day for over 50 years, I have arisen with a grateful heart. God has redeemed me from myself. He redeemed me and delivered me from the hurtful lusts, the bondages by which I had been bound. This truly supernatural feat was not a product of my great moral stamina, for I had none. This great supernatural feat was not a product of my great spiritual discipline and willpower, for I had neither. My salvation was a demonstration of the beautiful grace of God alone. I entered the house of God that night deep, deep in blinding sin, but came out a new creature in Christ Jesus. I saw the light. I was born again, born a second time, this time of the Spirit of God. Everything changed in a moment. I was saved from my old carnal man, and that old man was nailed to a cross. Every day since, I have been empowered to overcome the devil and his temptations by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. Such magnificence is given to all the children of God if they say so, and I'm saying so. I am free. I am free to believe the truth in the face of constant contradiction. And imagine, today is the best day of my life, and tomorrow will be better. Romans 8:28 and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God to them who are the called according to his purpose Proverbs 4:18 but the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day let faith abound and everything will be beautiful especially the ugly all things are working together for my good and my path grows brighter every day unto the perfect day when we see Jesus face to face. It's true. By commandment, today is the best day of my life, and tomorrow will be better. This promise belongs to all God's children, but they have to say so, and I'm saying so. Have you yet to be born again? Will today be the best day of your life? Will today be the day all your sin and shame are washed away? Will today be the day all Satan's bondages are broken, no matter how daunting they appear? Today your eternal soul is in your own hand. In just a moment, I will invite you to follow me in a simple prompt where everything will change for you in a most spectacular way. Today you will even be freed of yourself and the hurtful lusts that have you bound. Here comes the prompt. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Psalms 33, verse 6, By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the hosts of them by the breath of his mouth. God said, Proverbs 3, verse 19, The Lord by wisdom hath founded the earth, by understanding hath he established the heavens. God said, Daniel, chapter 9, verse 18, O Lord, to us belongeth confusion of face, to our kings, to our princes, and to our fathers, because we have sinned against thee. Man said, Evolution is our creator, not the Christian God. But right now, evolution needs our help. After we fix the climate, we'll take on all the developing social issues. It's true that we don't know whether we are boys or girls, but we'll straighten out that bathroom issue. All of the wisdom of the world is at our fingertips. Just ask your phone. Now the record. 
Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 1044. All of these powerful features are archived here in text and streaming audio for your edification and as information with which to engage the lost. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. Thank you for coming. May God's face shine upon you with light and truth. This is how the whole thing works. The Scriptures, as it pertains to us, give us the entire lay of the land that explains just how everything works, and it's just so childlike simple. Matthew eighteen two and 3, And Jesus called a little child unto him, and set him in the midst of them, and said, Verily I say unto you, except ye be converted, and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. This short series will deal with how everything works, and it will be childlike simple. We should take heed to the cautions in Second Corinthians 11.3, but I fear lest by any means, as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety, so your minds should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. The mother of all wars of all time began in the Garden of Eden, and it ends at Armageddon. The weapons of our warfare remain the same. The confrontation began in the Garden of Eden, and the challenge was between God's word and faith and Satan's word and unbelief. It was a matter of whose words humanity would follow, and the issue is still the same today. No changes. Everything we encounter according to God is made of words, so it should be no surprise that this world-ending war is a war of words. Several foundational excerpts follow from the God Said, Man Said feature, The Seven Greatest Mysteries for a Man to Know, Part 3, The Mystery of Words. Over the years, God Said, Man Said has published numerous features addressing neuroscience's latest discoveries concerning physical effects that are the direct result of the intent of words. Several of our features dealt with the very real placebo and nocebo effects, which are measurably physical and all a result of the intent of words. But there is much more. If you understand the word principle we will lay out today, you will relish the repetition. If you do not yet understand, your eyes will be open wide. Proverbs 18.21 reads, Death and life are in the power of tongue. Of the tongue, excuse me, the truth of that verse is staggering. Job 33, verse uh, verse 3, For the ear trieth words, as the mouth tasteth meat. Each of us have a physical and a spiritual man. The physical man eats bread, and the spiritual man eats words, good or evil, and we choose the menu. Psalms 33, verse 6, By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. If the Bible is correct in its assertion that everything is a product of words, then we should be able to find proof everywhere, and we do. Words are everything, absolutely everything. Years ago, while attending one of my son's baseball games, I had a discussion with a gentleman, and the subject of God arose. The man responded that what I said was just words, as though words were nothing. I asked him if he would like me to prove that everything is made out of God's words. He exclaimed, Go ahead, try it. The man worked in steel, so it was appropriate that the example I used was the making of an automobile 
and about the making of it out of thin air. Get this? Out of thin air with words. The story goes like this. Over a hundred years ago, a man was driving down a bumpy dirt road in his buckboard wagon, which was being pulled along by his horse. The 20-mile trip, which would take about 25 minutes today, would take the man most of the day. As the man rode along, sweaty and fly-bitten, he thought about how great it would be if he could make a horseless carriage. His thoughts, words, ruminated around in his head all the way home. At this point, I asked the gentleman what we had so far, and he said words. My example continued. When he got home, our inventor got out a tablet of paper. With his pencil, he made word pictures and a part schematic, creating the design of his new horseless carriage. Again, I asked the gentleman what we had so far, and he rightly answered again, words. Our inventor that got his shovel and dug up a load of iron ore and other materials the iron ore was smelted to steel to make the parts of the horseless carriage. That iron ore and the other materials was spoken into existence out of that which is invisible with words, God's words. When I finally asked the gentleman what an automobile was made of, the answer was words. Everything is made of words, even the digital device on which you are receiving these words. Science was literally shocked when they began to discover DNA and its astounding, astounding marvels. A big, very big surprise was DNA's four-letter alphabet. Using these four letters, DNA delivers its instructions for the construction of all living things in words, arranged in sentences, paragraphs, chapters, and volumes of books. DNA maintains on board the world's most sophisticated editing and proofing systems, and it takes a very powerful microscope to even see it. Everything is made out of words. Your amazing DNA contains enough information to fill nearly 1,000 books of 1,000 pages each. That's 1 million pages. This amazing DNA is so small that if you took the DNA of every human on earth, all of it, all of us, would fit in one aspirin tablet. The staggering beauty of this God-made molecule laughs at evolution and its Big Bang foolishness. DNA functions in words and is made of the same. Imagine, it can replicate itself in 20 to 80 minutes, and according to physics and technology professor Warner Gitt, it copies its entire 1,000-book library correctly. As a result of this global COVID pandemic, the world's population is being fed mostly bad words 24 hours a day. Tune in for just five minutes a day to get the news you need to deal with and then tune out. Our bodies are made out of words and the words we feed our spiritual man will surely produce physical results in these bodies. End of quote. The following excerpt from the God Said, Man Said feature, Amazing Light, Part 2, details what science is just now discovering about matter. Several weeks ago, God Said, Man Said reported that scientists in the last couple of decades have concluded that all physical matter is a product of energy. The Earth's energy source is the sun, photons, packages of light. 1 John chapter 1, verse 5 declares that God is light, and in Him is no darkness at all. God is the source of all light and therefore all energy. Scientists now theorize that in the next few decades, 
the energy that creates all matter, will be discovered to itself be created by knowledge and understanding. Note, energy, the source of physical things, will be discovered to be a product of knowledge and understanding. Consider Proverbs 3.19. The Lord by wisdom hath founded the earth, by understanding hath he established the heavens. Proverbs 2.6. For the Lord giveth wisdom, out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. God does not do magic. He literally creates all things with his words of knowledge and understanding. God is the source of all knowledge and understanding. Knowledge and understanding are represented by words. I am reminded that science has recently transformed words into light. Consider Psalms 119.130. The entrance of thy words giveth light. It giveth understanding unto the simple. Everything is made out of words, God's words. It is simplistic, so childlike, yet so marvelously astounding. The physical man whom the New Testament calls a vapor, a vapor, Second Samuel describes as water spilled on the ground, and the psalmist declares as a tale that is told, Psalms 90, verse 9, he eats bread, but the spiritual man who lives forever eats words. Satan tempts Christ in Matthew 4, 3, and 4, and when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Words are alive. The Holy Scriptures are not printer's ink and paper. They are living words. Revelation 19.13 speaks of the Christ and reads, And his name is called the Word of God. John chapter 1, verse 14, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us, and we beheld His glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace in truth. Isn't that wonderful? John six thirty five and 48, And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. I am that bread of life. John 6, 51, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever, and the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. John six fifty three. Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except ye eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, ye have no life in you. Jesus Christ was and is the walking, living Word of God, who willingly and lovingly went to the cross of Calvary, suffered and died, and gave his flesh for the life of the world. He sacrificed himself and snapped the stranglehold of Satan for all who will call upon his name. As we eat of his flesh and drink of his blood, sweet salvation and full freedom from the bondage of sin, death, and hell become ours. Surely man cannot live by bread alone, and the spiritual man eats words. Jesus speaks in Revelation chapter 1, verse 8, I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is and which was, which was and which is to come, the Almighty. It's been noted that Alpha and Omega are the first and last letters of the Greek alphabet, and every letter in between and every word they form. Remember, Everything is made out of words, and the Word became flesh. John 1, 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. This is big truth, saints. 
really a mystery of staggering outer-worldly proportion. God is the God of words, living words, information-laden words, creative and life-giving words. He is the Word. Now imagine, because He is the Word, every letter, every phrase, every sentence, and every verse and punctuation mark in your majority text Holy Bible is a piece of God. Try this example. Think of a very large jigsaw puzzle. The picture you need to construct will be the very image and likeness of God, including the account of how life began, how man fell, why we need a Redeemer, how to be redeemed, how to live a victorious life, and where we will spend eternity. All of this is within the picture. Now think of each piece of the puzzle as a sentence. Keep firmly in your mind that God is the inerrant living word. Pick any sentence from the box and lay it down on the empty board. Next, you'll look for a companion piece of the puzzle, another piece of God, another sentence, and then another after that, and another, and so the picture begins to form. If you spend any time on God said, man said, you're aware of our stand for the authorized King James Version of the Holy Bible. There are numerous features on this website that define the reasons why. If you are not using the AKJV, visit the Witch Bible series. There is nothing more important than our copy of the Word of God, and Bible versions are certainly not all the same. Every sentence is a piece of God. This feature has the power to anchor your feet to the solid rock. Everything is made out of words, and changing words changes everything. We are warned in the Bible not to add or subtract from the Word of God. In Satan's deception of our grandmother Eve, he added one word in a question mark to bring about the calamities the world deals with to this very day. In Genesis 3.1 we read, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made, and he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Satan says, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Remove the word hath and the question mark, and the verse would correctly read, Yea, God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Satan changes the words. End of quote. Everything was spoken into existence with words. Words are central to all life and even death itself. Yes, the scriptures are surely true. Proverbs eighteen twenty one: Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. The invisible power and energy of God's words creates matter. Stem cell biologist Dr. B. H. Lipton writes in his book, The Biology of Belief, No, there has not been a printing mistake. Atoms are made out of invisible energy, not tangible matter. So in our world, material substance appears out of thin air. Kind of weird when you think about it. Here, here you are holding this physical book in your hands. Yet if you were to focus on the book's material substance with an atomic microscope, you would see that you're holding nothing. Fortunately, leaders in the field, such as Johns Hopkins University physicist Richard Kahn Henry, are addressing the misperceptions about the perceived primacy of the material world. Henry offered an elegantly simple definition on the true nature of the universe. The universe is immaterial, mental, and spiritual, Live and enjoy, Henry 2005, and the quotes. 
Gary E. Schwartz, Ph.D., is a professor of psychology, medicine, neurology, psychiatry, and surgery at the University of Arizona and director of its Laboratory for Advances in Consciousness and Health. After receiving his doctorate from Harvard University, he served as professor of psychology and psychiatry at Yale University, director of the Yale uh, Psychophysiology Center, and co-director of the Yale Behavioral Medicine Clinic before moving to Arizona in 1988. He has published more than 400 scientific papers and co-edited 11 academic books. Dr. Schwartz quoted, famed scientist G.L. Schroeder, Ph.D., in the G.O.D. experiments. Here's what he says. Changing one's paradigm is not easy. Millennia passed before humankind discovered that energy is the basis of matter. It may take a few more years before we prove that wisdom and knowledge are the basis and can actually create energy, which in turn creates matter. End of quote. Words, 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 words. This is how the whole thing works. Psalms 138, 1 and 2. I will praise thee with my whole heart. Before the gods will I sing praise unto thee. I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. The war against God's words of life began in the Garden of Eden will soon end at Armageddon where Jesus Christ, whose name is the Word of God, splits the sky at his returning to defend Israel and destroy the wicked. In the beginning, Grandmother Eve believed Satan's words over her Creator's words. As a result of her unbelief and disobedience, she partook of the forbidden fruit. Adam followed her pernicious ways. At this place, the law of sin and death began its reign over all of creation. Unbelief in words, God's words, produces the law of sin and death. Satan's modus operandi has not and will not change. If God says yes, the devil shouts no. The deadly battle being waged today is, uh, as it should be, a matter of words and which words you and I choose to believe. The very definition of sin is found in Romans 14.23, for whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Satan and his devils are not atheistic evolutionists. No, they're not. James 2, verse 19. Thou believest that there is one God. Thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. Satan is fully aware that God spoke into existence all that you see, and even what you don't see out of that which is invisible. The devil is fully aware that the confession of the mouth mixed with faith brings about salvation. Romans 10, 9 and 10. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Satan also knows that the confession of the mouth mixed with unbelief brings about bondage and eventual eternal damnation. This is his doom, and the doom of all those who follow him. The devil's focus is changing the words, mixing God's words with unbelief to accomplish his deadly threefold joy. John 10.10, the thief, thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. God's words mixed with faith produces life and life more abundantly. Satan's words mixed with unbelief produces death and eternal cognizant damnation.
James 3, 2 speaks of the godly use of the tongue. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same as a perfect man, and able also to bridle the whole body. James 3, 6 speaks of the ungodly use of the tongue. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among, among our members, that it defileth the whole body, and setteth on fire the course of nature, and is set on fire of hell. Everything we encounter is made of words. For Satan, his beast, and the false prophet to control the world, he needs to control the dialogue. The devil has been aggressively challenging the words of God since Eden, and these very last days the onslaught has been multiplied. Persecution.com distributes a Bible cover that carries this statement on it. This book is illegal in 53 countries. In smaller type it reads, Restricted areas 40, hostile areas 13. Soon, I predict, the Bible will be classified as hate speech in the USA. The following news report was published by AFA Journal in their March 2021 issue, but was originally published by the WashingtonTimes.com on January 2, 2021. On January 4, 2021, the U.S. House of Representatives adopted rules disallowing offensive words such as he and she, claiming an effort to, to honor all gender identities. In addition to striking gender-specific pronouns and terms such as seaman and chairman, the resolution specifies unacceptable familial relationship terms. In Clause 8C3 of Rule 23, the following terms are rejected. Father, mother, son, daughter, brother, sister, uncle, aunt, nephew, niece, husband, wife, father-in-law, mother-in-law, son-in-law, daughter-in-law, brother-in-law, sister-in-law, stepfather, stepmother, stepson, stepdaughter, stepbrother, stepsister, half-brother, half-sister, grandson or granddaughter. Acceptable replacements are parent, child, sibling, parent's sibling, sibling's child, parent-in-law, child-in-law, sibling-in-law, step-parent, step-child, step-sibling, half-sibling, or grandchild. Franklin Graham responded to the nonsensical rules. God created them male and female, Genesis 1.27. This is shaking a fist in the Creator's face, trying to deny His authority. End of quote. This move against the Word of God finds strong support in a number of church theologians. There is a reason why judgment begins at the house of God, 1 Peter 4, 17 and 18. The following excerpts are from the God Said, Man Said feature, The Seven Greatest Mysteries for a Man to Know, Part 3, The Mystery of Words. The number one contender for the authorized King James position of correctness is the NIV, New International Version. Most who are using the NIV have translation published before 2011, and are fully unaware that things have changed substantially. Their NIV is no longer being published. According to Ripplinger, the new NIV, which was available online for review November 1, 2010, was scheduled for a printed release of March 2011, but with no name change. It will still be called the NIV, yet 5% of its contents will have changed. That's about 76 pages worth of additional changes. 
Remember, Satan added one word in a question mark and ushered in the law of sin and death. Some will recall that in 2005, the TNIV was published, which some have called the gender-neutral Bible, but with no sales success. They have taken the TNIV and merged its content with the pre-2011 NIV. The following paragraph is from Biblica.com. In addition, particular attention was paid to external feedback in the area of gender language. See what was decided about inclusive language, page 4. As the CBT stated in announcing the planned update, every single gender-related change made from the 1984 NIV to the TNIV was reconsidered. Some were preserved, some were rescinded in favor of the 1984 rendering, and many were rewarded in a third, still different way, end of quote. Proverbs 24:11 My son fear thou the Lord and the king and meddle not with them that are given to change end of quote Example NIV 1973 edition Revelation 13:16 through 18 He also forced every one small and great rich and poor free and slave to receive a mark on his right hand or on his forehead so that he could not buy or sell unless they had the mark which is the name of the beast or the number of its name this calls for wisdom. Let he who has insight calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. The number is 666. Now, NIV 2011, Revelation chapter 13, 16 through 18. This is what it reads now. It also, it, got that? It also first all, forced all people, great and small, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hands or on their foreheads, so that they could not buy or sell unless they had the mark, which is the name of the beast or the number of its name. This calls for wisdom. Let the person who has insight calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. That number is 666. This move to a gender-neutral Bible and gender-neutral society is Satan's promotion of LGBTQ bondage and confusion. The big question in homes around the world is, am I a boy or a girl, or which bathroom should I use? The Word of God describes man's dilemma, dilemma in Daniel 9, verse 8. O Lord, to us belongeth confusion of face, to our kings, to our princes, and to our fathers, because we have sinned against thee. Satan changes the words, for this is his M.O., the devil knows everything is made by God's word, so to succeed, he must change them. This short series will demonstrate how the whole thing works, and it will be so childlike simple. God said, Psalms 33, verse 6, By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. God said, Proverbs 3:19, The Lord by wisdom hath founded the earth, by understanding hath he established the heavens. God said, Daniel 9, verse 18, O Lord, to us belongeth confusion of face, to our kings, to our princes, and to our fathers, because we have sinned against thee. Man said, Evolution is our creator, not the Christian God. But right now, evolution needs our help. After we fix the climate, we'll take on all of the developing social issues. It's true that we don't know whether we are boys or girls, but we'll straighten out that bathroom issue. All of the wisdom of the world is at our fingertips. Just ask your phone. Now you have the record.